Good morning. Uh, thanks for tuning in here. We're going to be taking a look at the rest of Daniel chapter 1 together. So if you have your Bible, great. If not, grab it quick. Uh, let's pray before we jump in. Father, thank you so much for this time this morning where we can look to you through your word. I love the book of Daniel. I would ask for everybody, uh, myself included this morning, we want to hear from you. So please uh, speak to our hearts. Allow your word to go deep. Allow convictions that are right, that are true, that are from you, God, to uh, rule in our hearts. God, we know that your ways are good. They are right. You're much wiser than we are. So we look to you. Thank you so much for all that we can uh, just learn of you. God, and we pray a blessing just upon this short time this morning together as we consider, consider Daniel once again in his life. What a great example he is, Father. Uh, thank you for him. God, look forward to meeting him someday. Uh, but until then, God, we keep looking to you and so thankful for this day that you've given, that your mercies are new. God, thank you for all your promises, that they are yes and amen in Christ Jesus. Thank you for your faithfulness. Amen. Cool. So let's take a look. Uh, Daniel chapter uh, 1. Uh, in jumping into this study, I want you guys just to kind of... Um, we're going we're gonna to address our culture. Um, not at length. We don't have time. But just how do we confront our culture with convictions? And last week we saw uh, Daniel there in Babylon. They changed his... Uh, home on him, uh, his learning, language, diet, uh, even his name. But the thing that's so cool at Daniel, they couldn't change his heart. So I want to consider with you guys, we make a lot of choices. Even this morning we woke up and made a lot of choices. They're all running through our head. Do I brush my teeth or not? Absolutely. Stinky breath sores. But we have choices every uh, day and they're full of them. And hundreds of them go through a filter and it really is important which filter it goes through. Um, and we lean on our will. We lean on our convictions, our belief system, our worldview to make those uh, many decisions. And we go, uh, we go forth with them. So our decisions really affect our lives. And they will affect uh, our tomorrows also. Um, and those that we love. Okay, It's going to affect others. That's just the reality of our lives and our choices. So Daniel continued to learn um, that it is really possible to live for God in Babylon, for the Lord in this world. Uh, was Daniel a eunuch? Okay, someone asked that question. I want to address it really quick. Uh, not really sure, but the prophet Isaiah in chapter 39, verses 5 and 7, then Isaiah said to Hezekiah, And they shall take away some of the sons who will descend from you, whom you will beget, and they shall be eunuchs in the palace of the king of Babylon. So we're not really sure. Uh, he never married from uh, what we read in the scriptures. But as we consider here, Daniel chapter 1, look at verse 8 with me here. And really, this shows us that decisions must be purposed in our hearts. But Daniel purposed, we're told, in his heart that he would not defile himself. So the world wants to conform you 
but the word of God wants to transform you. Aren't we told in Romans chapter 12, verse 1 and 2, um, to renew our minds, right? Um, to be transformed. And it's through the word. That's how we do it. So alone among unbelievers is when we really know where we stand. And here is where we really find out what we're made of. So we need to let our convictions confront our culture, your culture. So it is possible to serve God in Babylon. Daniel shows us not just how to really live in Babylon, the world, but how to abound in it. And that's something that I desire for you and for me. I think of Joseph when he served in Egypt. Uh, he abounded. Uh, Esther there in Persia, young Jewish uh, maiden there in Syria under Naaman, 2 Kings 5. So which area in your life would you call Babylon uh, right now that you've been called to serve in? And we don't complain about where God puts us. Uh, we need to be asking him, how do you want to use me here? So Babylons are just a season. This life, guys, it's but a vapor here a short time and just gone so we see daniel and his three amigos they don't bow down to the uh the current uh comforts of compromise um and we see that all around us today daniel surely wasn't trying to win some popularity contest uh, with his people or with king nebuchadnezzar uh, he wanted to please his god he didn't read um, the popular books of the day, you know, how to win friends and how to influence them or, you know, the power of positive thinking or win in Babylon and do as the Babylonians. Okay, Daniel uh, stood on the word of God uh, and we need to do the same, guys. There's some goofy thinking that we can fall into as believers um, everybody's doing it. It must be okay. Um, I'll obey, you know, outside, you know, whatever the world is telling me to do or how to think. Uh, but, you know, I'll still believe on the inside. Um, or here's one, I'll, I'll just ask God to forgive me afterwards. Of course, that's ridiculous. So is Daniel making a mountain out of a mole here? here? Well, if you guys remember, we talked about uh, the king's food, okay? Uh, was it offered to idols? Was it unclean animal, uh, namely pork? Uh, the Babylonians also ate horse. Who knows? But Daniel viewed eating that food would be the first step towards compromise, right? A little bitty of leaven will leaven the whole lump. And that's how sin works, just a little bit, you know? Um, spent a lot, a lot of time ministering up in the jail. Uh, five years oversaw the, the jail ministry as their chaplain. And many of the men and women uh, incarcerated, at least in our area, are up there because of alcohol. Um, and they just, a lot of regrets, a lot of things that they had done under the influence. And I don't think a person ever um, chooses to be an alcoholic. I don't think they pick up their first beer at a young age and say, hey, this is what I want to do with my life. I want to get addicted to this stuff and become an alcoholic. That's my goal. Uh, but that's, that's how sin works, guys. 
uh, just a little bit, a little bit of compromise. So have you taken the first step in that direction lately? Maybe it's flirtation, maybe it's drinking, smoking, the list can go on. Anyways, the point is convictions must be made, must be purposed in our hearts. That's what we see in Daniel 1.8 here. Uh, you can jot down uh, Luke in his gospel, chapter 9, verse 23. It says, if anyone desires to come after me, and this is Jesus speaking, if you want to come after me, what are we told? You must deny yourself, pick up your cross, and follow me. So there is a denial of self in order to follow the Lord. Daniel didn't wait until the banquet was, you know, spread there um, of all the delicious, you know, foods and smells uh, there of it um, before making the decision, okay? Um, he had purposed in his heart beforehand that he wasn't going to defile himself with the king's delicacies or his wine. So um, I think of fasting. You guys ever fast? Like, hey, God's uh, calling you to seek him. Uh, so you purpose in your heart, hey, I'm going to fast. I'm going to seek you, Lord. I'm going to say no to food, you know, for today or for a few days a week, whatever it might be. And isn't it, you know, uh, just like someone to show up with, a gift of, you know, some good gluten-free cookies that you don't get that often. The day you start the fast, here's a temptation that comes before you. And for me, that often happens. And then I think, wow, um, maybe I'll start my fast tomorrow. Or maybe I can enjoy this one meal and then I'll start after this. There's always those excuses that come up, you know, and the voices come, um, but, oh, man, the king's dainties, you know, uh, they call us, don't they? Uh, <clears throat> but our heart should be fixed, should be purposed. And I found in myself, you just purpose in your heart, I'm going to do this. Um, and it's easy. Your heart is just set to say no when the temptations come. Uh, just think of Joseph. I mean, the temptation came uh, while he was there in Potiphar's house. Uh, his wife was hidden on him. What does he do? He already purposed in his heart. This is wrong. Adultery is sin. I'm running. I'm out of here. Uh, his mind had been made up uh, before the temptation ever came. Again, Proverbs 4.23, keep your heart with all diligence for out of it spring the issues of life. So in the private chamber of your heart, make no room uh, for compromise. The word mixed with faith is so important, okay? And then the Holy Spirit at work in and through those convictions is huge. So question, what decision do you need to make before you get into a compromising situation? Think about that for a second. What decision do you need to make? Maybe right now, this morning, what do you need to purpose in your heart right now in some compromising situation? I know it's tax season right now. Um, I've had people confess to me over the years how they cheat on taxes. Um, we're told in scripture clearly, give to Caesar what is Caesar's. Um, that could be something that you need to say, hey, this is just what is right. This is what is honest. This is what will honor God. You see, inner conviction can counter any outer pressure.
We definitely have a lot of pressures in this life. So let's move on, just considering the decisions that must be established in God's word. Okay, That's the most important thing. All of our decisions have to come back to his word. But Daniel, again in verse 8, purposed in his heart that he would not defile himself with a portion of the king's delicacies, nor with wine which he drank. Therefore, he requested of the chief of the eunuchs that he might not defile himself. He knew uh, eating this would defile himself. So how did he know this? It was because of the word of God. So his determination was based out of obedience to the law of God. God. And you can't just make up your own standards, guys. It's got to be based upon him. Um, I think about this coronavirus thing, man. Um, so many people have died needlessly, uh, I think. Uh, they say it came from eating bats. Well, <laughs> think about God's word, the law. <laughs> That's a no-no. If we would just do God's word, would we be going through this right now? How can God allow this? Well, um, we brought it upon ourselves, guys. That we've brought all sin, all this death, illness, disease um, that we see all around us. It's, it's from our choices, guys. Um, so those who know Jesus, um, we must be ruled by a different standard. A standard set up not by this world, but by his word. Okay, Not by... Uh, the majority, but by Jesus himself. Um, it's not the vote of a board. It's what says the Lord. Now, decisions must be dependent upon the Lord. Look at verse 9. Now God had brought Daniel into favor and goodwill with the chief of the eunuchs. And the chief of the eunuchs said to Daniel, I fear my Lord the king. Who has appointed your food and drink for why should he see your faces looking worse than the young men who are your age then you would endanger my head before the king in verse 11 says so daniel said to the steward whom the chief of the eunuchs had set over daniel hananiah michelle and azariah please test your servants for 10 days and let them give us vegetables to eat and water to drink. Then let our appearance be examined before you and the appearance of the young men who eat the portion of the king's delicacies. And as you see fit, so deal with your servants. So he consented with them in this matter and tested them 10 days. And at the end of 10 days, their features appeared to be uh, better and fatter in flesh than all the young men who ate of the portion of the king's delicacies. Thus the steward took away their portions of the delicacies and the wine that they were to drink and gave them vegetables. So in order to suggest this plan, Daniel had to uh, have his dependency be upon the Lord. Uh, he requested, we're told, in verse 8 there. So I like Daniel's attitude here because it was grounded in convictions, but he was also very gracious to, uh, you know, to the eunuch, to those around him. Uh, often when we think of someone who's very strong in his convictions, someone comes to mind, don't they? Um, but oftentimes they're hard, they're unyielding, and they're obnoxious 
people. And I don't think we need to be that way uh, to have strong convictions. Uh, Phillips, uh, John Phillips, he said this, you don't have to be a crank to have convictions. I love that. So Daniel was polite and kind and in no way tried to embarrass the man. So he requested permission of the commander. He built this bridge of understanding between himself and the commander. He was very sensitive to the dilemma that he was putting himself in. And then he left his commander with the final say. You know, how could he risk that? Well, by trusting God. That's what we need to do, is trust God. And he honors those who honor him. That's what our God does. So Daniel made the request in verse 10, and now what? Well, we saw in verses 11 and on some creative alternatives he came up with, and God has given us the ability to be creative. Think, what are some different possibilities here? He purposed a 10-day trial. Money-back guarantee, right? Verse 13. Now, God uh, is the unseen director of this whole thing. I mean, think about it, guys, here. Nebuchadnezzar, he didn't conquer Jerusalem. God did in verse 2. Daniel didn't soften the chief's heart. God did in verse 9. These four youths learning to excel in their studies there in Babylon, okay? It wasn't them doing it. It was God, verse 17. So verse 16, if we notice here, uh, we are known in terms of our integrity as Christians, uh, but more by what we don't do than what we do. Um, let me say that again. The world is watching, and they notice, and what speaks to them more than anything is what we don't do as Christians. I've had more people ask me, you know, why don't you swear? Why don't you drink? then why do you go to church? Why do you worship Jesus? Um, that's just the way the world looks at things. And if uh, uh, these 10 days, okay, um, for these guys, great, a week and a half, but we need to remember that they were in the UOB, the University of Babylon, for three years uh, with a full load, Right? But God gave them all that they needed. They could pray their way through college. And actually, you must do that. I believe that this three years of college really helped Daniel specifically for his next 75 years of ministry. So decisions will be rewarded by God. Look at verse 17. As four or these four young men, God gave them knowledge and skill in all literature and wisdom, and Daniel had understanding in all visions and dreams. Now, at the end of the days, when the king had said that they should be brought in, the chief of the eunuchs brought them in before Nebuchadnezzar. Then the king interviewed them, and among them all, none was found like Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. Therefore, they served before the king in all matters of wisdom and understanding about which the king examined them. He found them ten times better than all the magicians and the astrologers who were in all his realm. This Daniel continued until the first year of King Cyrus. So verse 17, guys, because Daniel honored God, 
Okay, God honored Daniel, verse 9, 15, 17. That's our God. 1 Samuel 2.30. For those who honor me, I will honor. So we realize we don't have anything we haven't received from the Lord. And they served before the king, we're told in verse 19 here. They were placed in positions of royal authority. They received official positions here in the imperial government of Babylon. And they became the king's counsel and advisors. I love that. Uh, I have a lot of respect for Mike Pence. I think it is so often that we have a Christian man um, who uh, comes alongside our president. Okay, um, I don't know where you know President Trump stands uh, before the Lord. I, I think he's probably saved. Um, he confesses. I've heard him preach the gospel. Um, I haven't heard a president preach the gospel before. I think that's uh, pretty awesome. Uh, but I think it's so cool uh, that around uh, Donald Trump, um, there are men that love Jesus, that know his word, that are speaking into his life. Um, and I think that there's favor there. Um, and it's one of those things, guys, um, we need to be praying. We need to be praying for those who are in leadership. Uh, we pray, pray, pray for them. Uh, I don't really care if you like our leaders or if you don't. Um, it isn't dependent upon whether they're likable, whether or not we pray for them. Uh, we're called to. Um, and I think when we do pray for them, we come to um, a place where it's easier to honor them and also to love them, <laughs> uh, which is really what we're called to do. Um, we want to support our leaders. We want to love them. We want the best for them. So be praying that God would bring in uh, wise counselors, advisors uh, for our leaders, that they would be humble. Uh, again, I don't know Donald Trump's heart, um, but just as from the outside looking in, um, I see him humbled in some ways. Some of you guys might be like, huh, how is that possible? Um, I don't know. I think he's gotten softer. I see a man broken. I see a man whose heart is burdened by what's going on uh, in our country and around the world. And uh, I see a man that legitimately cares and loves this country and wants to serve and do what's best with what he knows. And it's cool when there's wise counsel around him. Um, you might be like, yeah, that's easy to say. You know, you're, you're praying for a man who's pro-life and we know you, Landon, and that's what you care about. Uh, I can honestly tell you guys, I, I love Barack Obama and Michelle. I prayed for those guys uh, and their girls. Um, but it's one of those things, when we pray for people, God changes our hearts towards them. And I think there's enough fighting, okay? We, we are very blessed to live in the United States of America, uh, that we get to vote, okay? But once the vote's there, we have who we have. What are we going to do? Uh, I would encourage us uh, to support, to, to pray. And also, God's given us a spirit, uh, his spirit. Maybe we need to be writing our, our uh, governmental leaders and just sharing with them, hey, this is the voice of the people. I'm a voice. This is what I think. Um, anyways, moving on. 
Uh, look at verse 20. We're told that they were 10 times better. Isn't that kind of cool? So don't settle for being a little better as Christians. We ought to be 10 times better in what we do. Um, every store that we walk into, you know how they have the plaques for like employee of the month? Well, each month should be a Christian, right? Uh, we should just work that much harder because we're doing it unto the Lord. We should be an example, not just when a boss walks in the room. Hey, the manager's here. Hey, get to work. Show off. You know, no. When he walks out the door, we should be working that much harder. Anyways, Daniel continued, we're told in verse 21. So these guys were raised up to demonstrate Babylonian power and supremacy. But what's ironic is Daniel outlived uh, Nebuchadnezzar, uh, his successor in the entire uh, Babylonian empire. Um, I think that's so cool. So a couple questions. What one aspect of Daniel's character or conduct in this chapter impresses you the most? Um, I'd love for you to share in the comments here. Uh, what was it? Uh, secondly, how can you follow Daniel's example in your own life? Uh, I think Daniel is a great example. We've heard that, you know, phrase out there before, uh, sermon titles, dare to be a Daniel. Uh, Philip Bliss was the first one who came up with that. Dare to be a Daniel, dare to stand alone, dare to have a purpose firm, dare to make it known. Um, I don't think it's a dare, but a privilege to be a Daniel. Uh, think about that. Um, in all of the Bible, we always read of uh, the faults of uh, many of the people that was written about, where they fell, how they sinned. Uh, there's nothing bad said about Daniel. We know he was a sinner. We read in chapter 9 there, he prayed for God's forgiveness uh, for the people, and that would include himself. Uh, anyways, I need a drink quick. I think it's just good for you and I to decide in our hearts today to live for Jesus. Daniel focused in on a small conviction, okay, a small circle of conviction. I think if we just focus on that, what is God speaking to you? And I do believe that he's speaking to you this morning through this message. There are things, we're all different, we're all facing different things, but what convictions... Has he been speaking to our hearts that we need a purpose in our hearts? And then we let God deal with the, the larger things, circumstances that surround us in life. And I, I want to encourage you today to let, let those convictions be made or purposed in your heart because that's uh, so much easier when we do that, guys. Uh, we don't have to get into a situation and go through uh, the, the choice process. Um, it's already made up. I'm not going to do that because it doesn't honor Jesus. Um, yeah, I think God's ways are right. So uh, I'd love to close our time in prayer this morning. Father, thank you. Thank you that you're right. God, even though we're messed up in a lot of ways, you're always right. And you are so kind are compassionate, slow to anger. You're so compassionate and gracious towards us, and we thank you for that. I do want to pray and ask for my brothers and sisters today that you would watch over them, protect them, Father. Um, just give them wisdom. Give myself wisdom, too. We need it badly just to uh, walk in this life 
Uh, there's much that you're setting before us. We're on a mission. We want to be about your business, even as we're in the world, not of it. <laughs> uh, we want to we want to be doing those things that uh, honor you. So would you please, God, uh, just make it clear uh, what you're asking of us. God, make it clear what those convictions are that we need to purpose in our heart. Father, please bless my brothers and sisters today as they go forth in your name. Ask this in your awesome name, Jesus. Amen. Well, the Lord bless you guys good today. Uh, next week we'll get into chapter two together. Uh, love, Daniel. Uh, hope you guys are enjoying too. Bless God.